Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I'm delighted to be joined this afternoon here in Ireland by John Heenahan in County Waterford. Welcome along, John. Thanks, Liam. And delighted to be joined by Shawnee Leary all the way across the foam in, in Melbourne, Australia. Shawnee, welcome along. Thanks, lads. Great to be here. Nice to see you again, Liam. You've uh, ventured out. You've you found some time for us. I did. We're I... very worried about you, Liam. Like you know, I, I don't know what's going on, but like we're hard, we can't get Liam. Liam has gone back to Ireland now. He's gone into a really high position in a multinational organisation, and you know, you know, for the first time in about ten years, he has to you know get the old proverbial finger out now and do a bit of work, <laughs> and it's it's really affecting his. His ability to commit to this podcast. It's one hour a week. You know, I don't know, Liam, what's, what's going on? Tell us. No, I'm fully committed to I'm, I'm fully committed to get AGA. Uh, it's been challenging schedule with your busy schedule, Shawnee, down under. Seven giggles have aligned with our timelines. Your timeline is proving challenging with, the, with, I, with those I, nine I hours. Think if, you, if you revert to the text messages on the WhatsApp, there's been no uh, decline from, from me. It's been all... Oh, uh, Giggles has, Giggles has a bit of this as well, in fairness. Oh, no, Giggles is pretty inviting, in fairness. He's open to times. <laughs> you know, he's he's prepared to move his schedule. Oh, yeah. You, on the other hand, I don't know, just something wrong, Liam. You're not able to juggle all the balls you used to. No, no, I'm not as good as I was at juggling the balls. Um, but, look, in, in some positive news, though, uh, in, in work the other day, there was um, this competition for schools. Uh, it's like a Get IT program in Amazon for... Uh, you know, learning how to make an app and help solve a problem, and it was great. Kenny School actually won it on Thursday, so it was just great to be up in Dublin. You know, Kenny team in the final, better team from Bishop Bishopstown, the school from Bishopstown. So it was great to get that win over Cork in the in the, in the final there on oh, Thursday for, for, for the local school. So uh, I was I was pumped for for the school from Callan. So it was a great day, great day to see Kenny get, get that on top of Cork, Cork again. Cork are rent free in your head, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, but look, look, good to be back on the air. Sorry about last week. We wanted to do a show. It didn't. It didn't happen. Um, and lucky we didn't really because we were going to preview uh, Clare and Watford. What a catastrophe that turned out to be. But we will have a look back at that. Look ahead to a very interesting weekend of hurling this week. Obviously, you know. Let's be honest about the the double header on Sunday in Munster is is the blockbuster that we're all looking forward to. Um, Kilkenny Dublin on Saturday evening to be will be interesting. That'll too. be interesting too, Liam. That'll will be, be interesting. Too. Yeah, will be interesting. Um, and well, yeah, I think it could be. You know what? I actually think it could be. It's a bit. I think that's going to could be a bit, a little bit of a banana skin um, potentially for Kilkenny. So um, we 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 get into that as well. Now, Giggles talk about Giggles' commitment and how great he is. He hasn't bothered. He's are still Giggles' corner this week because he's still in mourning after last weekend. But we are going to leave him <laughs> off. He was on a very good run in fairness on the Giggles' corner, and he did an excellent one, which featured on uh, behind the paywall. Behind a paywall on Smaller Fish yeah. on Woolies podcast gigs. You want to just give us a two cents on that quickly? Yeah, look, I was, I, I've got a, a bit of royalties off the back of it. Do you know, I didn't cut you in on that deal, lads. It's the Giggles Corner for a reason. It's, it's a one man venture as part of this podcast. But, um, <laughs> it was my idea to give yeah. you the Giggles Corner. Let's just remember that as well. <laughs> oh, I, ma- I made you. I made you. I am the BBC. <laughs> I made you. You'd be nodding without me. And then you sold your soul to Woolly. You'd be nodding without me. You sold your soul to Woolly. 
For nothing, by the way. You let someone else just use your work. I tell you, gig is one thing. You need to learn a trick or two. No, let, let them do the work and you take the royalties, Liam. That's how you learn it. <laughs> I'm making money while I sleep now. You white-labeled it. You white-labeled <laughs> it. White-labeled. <laughs> and how true it all came to pass. Jesus Christ. Fits, yeah. Do you want to get into that now? Yeah, all right, okay. Now. All right, give a sec. We'll get into that. So yeah, let's quickly look at Clare and Watford. I always say quickly, we we won't give we won't torment Giggles with it. But um, myself and Giggles did venture off to Thurles last Saturday night. Beautiful weather here in Ireland for that game. Why well, it secured two tickets. Thank you to FBD um for the tickets um in the Art Cora along with the Tay Pass, which you know beautiful evening ahead. And I said, you know what? Surely we're going to get a kick out of Watford here. You know, there's going to be some kind of kick in them. And what an absolute disaster of an evening it was for, for Waterford supporters. I say Waterford supporters gives a fair say outnumbered maybe six or seven to one over there. Please, Jeff. Yeah. Like no no one even kinda had kinda came even came came along to see what fight they were gonna put up and obviously Cameron Ryan's got sent off and it just went downhill so fast. It was it was a tough watch giggles for you as a Waterford supporter for, for in lots of ways and yeah. It kind of a dark day for Waterford. A dark day for Waterford. The top three worst days as a Watford fan, to be honest about it, right? Probably the 2008 All-Ireland Final will never be beaten for probably just a little bit of unbelievable disappointment. Like, just didn't turn up. I would have this as one of the second worst days I've ever seen ahead of the 1993 game that I was at when Kerry bet us in the Munster Championship 413 to 3-13. And it was like, Liam, we were watching the first 20 minutes and we thought, Watford have about 70% possession here. For all the stupid tactics that were going on that we couldn't make head nor tail of, they had about 70% possession. Neil Montgomery had two, three atrocious wides. Jamie Barron, who's an unbelievably accurate player, had two awful wides. Desi was inside on his own with no ball going in. Jack Fagan, the sweeper again. No... No sense to a, the normal person. If JV fits is a genius or an absolute idiot, we'll never know. But he's definitely not on the genius category at the moment. But they definitely had all the position. And Claire ran. I think Claire were a bit below what they usually would. But then Caleb Lyons, which is unlike him to get involved after the fact, gets himself a super yellow card. And there was no doubt about the second yellow card. He, he tripped your man going through for goal, second yellow. And it was all over. And... Right, the mad tactics, whatever, we've talked about that for two or three weeks. The thing that I just could not get over, right, at inter-county top-class level, I saw on seven different occasions during the match, Davy Fitz calling a player over to him, whispering in his ear, and the player running back out. Now, you wouldn't see that in an under-16 C-grade competition in the club. Do you know, come over here, go in there to cornerback, and this is what you do. So it was absolutely clear that the Watford players have no idea what's going on to be honest, in terms of what they're doing. I don't think, on the back of it, that they believe in what they're doing. Clearly, Desi Hutchinson is out around midfield, doesn't know what he's doing. The best one of all time, the most the most cut-through we got in the Cork game was when Jack Pendergast was catching puck-outs and absolutely leaving for dead, we should have got a penalty. Jack Pendergast, for 25 minutes in the second half, was playing corner-back. Corner-fucking-back, excuse my language, but... It was it was dire and, and I've never left Watford matches early. I stayed right there till the very end when Kenny hammered the shit out of us in 08. Uh, in, in, in 07 when Limerick played us it was demoralising because we thought we'd get to Northern Ireland. 
but Lee, Lee and we were gone at 65 minutes yeah I said I'm just not staying any longer oh, for yeah. this like you know it was whatever it was gone to it was 15, 16 points now if I wasn't there Giggles probably would have stayed to be fair Giggles didn't want to go was it Giggles look I'm just going here like you know I, yeah. I had, it, was, it was such a bad spectacle as a neutral never mind as a Waterford supporter Yeah, I was just like come on we get out of here so I take, I take the blame for Giggles even early the, cry, the cries during the week though are, are not unreasonable like Davies started making all this crap up about oh I saw some things in the Camogie I could use in hurling when he was Cork coach last year or something along those lines yeah. now he's brought this into Watford the lads like they might know what the half know what they're doing with Davies brainwashing them or whatever the hell he is but their key players aren't fit like Stephen Bennett and, and Austin Leeson are their two best players right for all intents and purposes putting Tyg to work into that as that the lads aren't fit like and Austin is coming off the back of an injury Stephen I don't know was he late coming back or something but they're not fit enough to play and you just look at the body type of an intercounty player and the lads aren't meeting it at the moment and then the minute something goes wrong because I would imagine I I, I like I know a lot of people are saying oh can't be always be the manager it has to be the players as well look I think Liam Cahill is an amazing manager and he's proven that with Tipperary right now. And for two and seven, eight years, he did a, he did a brilliant time at Watford. It unraveled in the space of eight days. Park uh, Fanning, question mark whether he was up to being inter-county manager, to be quite honest with you. But this is absolutely bananas, right? So putting, uh, like, fair enough, the players kind of, most of them kept trying away till the end, and until they came off. But if you were told... Pull back, Shawnee. Go up, run up for the puck out every single time. Sprint 70 yards, catch the puck out, and turn and go like Conor Prunty was being asked to do. And Jack, you go back, corner back there from wing forward and, and play back there. And Conor Deeson, you're the best man, Mark, we have, but we're going to have you run. It, it's absolutely bananas. Cannot make head or tail of it. I was depressed until about Wednesday after the match. I, I genuinely, and I, I'd have be the first person to call players out if I think it was to do with that. I think this is 100% down to David Pitts. And if I was the county board, I'd be sacking him before this weekend's game to at least make a point to the county and to the players that this kind of shite isn't acceptable and that he has to fuck off to be honest, back to clear. Well, Jeez. there you go. That won't be on Willie's podcast. Yeah, I lo- hard, to, hard to disagree with a lot of those points because I wouldn't disagree with anyone. But I think the one thing is like, I mean, the one the one win in 15 games says it all as well and it's a lot of those players you know and I, you did you didn't say the players aren't you know discounted from that they are responsible as much as anybody for those losses as well and they have to take responsibility but like yeah i don't know i don't know it, it's just, it's a yeah. it's a low that's, way that, for Waterford. that's, that, that's I mean, that is a little bit unfair as well and what like it's fact from the round robin right but people are looking at like that as if the last 15 games they've lost them. Like there was five specific very big wins in 2020 and 2021 that Watford had in Championship hurling as well. That people kind of gloss over. Oh, sure, they were just the COVID Championship. So Watford, by nature, since I started supporting them, have has always been an ebb and flow. 98, we were on a mm. high. We nearly bent mm. clear. We actually could have got to the Iron Final. We dipped a bit for three years. 2002, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We were in the top two, top three in the country, never got over the line. Then probably nine, ten, a bit average, 11, 12, 13, 14 on a low ebb. Derek came in in 14, got us up to the All-Ireland final in yeah. 17, dipped again. Cahill got us up. So look, that has been the evolution of Watford. And I think I spoke I about think it Cahill just week. just got the timing wrong last year. I think they were, you know, they were, everyone was touting them to be, I did too. I thought they were the only team to, Put it up to Limerick last year in terms of their physicality, and they just they peaked too early, pretty much. 
Like they blew everyone away. I don't buy into the peak and Tourley thing. I, I, I don't. Like, is in. You're playing well, you can maintain that. Like, or you drop a little bit, but where they dropped yeah. that was not. I don't, you know. You, you want to win the league final against Cork. And I saw them that day in the flesh. When I just arrived back in, I thought they were amazing that day. I was so impressed with them. Um, so I, I don't buy into that. I think Giggles, you're right. Davy Fitz, look, we don't have to revisit all your stats to the Giggles corner. He, he he's he's a spent force. He's done on the intercounty scene. Done. I would say, yeah. any county would take him on after Warford would be insane. I would say, like, how could you you could could you take a risk on him unless you were at a, a very low ebb already and you wanted to try and get a kick out of someone? But I thought it was going to be a backwards move from the start of year. Him going back in, not that I wanted to be proven right or anything like that. But it's like it's not good for hurling to have Warford in this position because hurling has a limited number of high-quality teams and a number of teams who can win it. Mm, yeah. And to have Watford, like, drift now, you'd say, to, like, six, seven, eight, ninth in the in the pecking order, you'd have to mm-hmm. say, probably, yeah. is really poor for Hurling. Um, the players do have to take on a certain responsibility, but I'd say they didn't know what they were doing. We didn't know whether they were coming or going based on, on, on Davies, a tactic for everything kind of thing. And I think you're right. Warford County Board need to cut their losses. I don't think they'll do it this week. But if they have them back there for next year, you're going to look at the same rubbish again. And I wouldn't Agreed, be surprised yeah. to see lads even take a year out if he was going to be back oh, there next year. Like, you know, there's, like, there's very strong rumours at the moment that Aston Gleeson has gone to Australia. So, Shawnee, there's, there's one for your recruitment. This, if you're pulling it out. Geez, he'll, be, he'll be going to Shamrocks. Oh, because the two Bennett are Shamrocks at the moment. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was depressing stuff. And you know, you playing with a sweeper then with the fourteen men, you know as well. Just like it was just. Dara lines on Tony Kelly's been much commented on during the week. Yeah. Dara's a midfielder, and he was stuck in cornerback Mark and Tony Kelly. Yeah. And the minutes, the minutes Lohan figured out, okay, this is the lad they're leaving on Tony for today. He just left him inside, and I don't know how many times Tony played the body position, lovely caught the ball actually behind Dara lines on the bounce yeah. and was gone and tapped over like. There's probably not much you can say about Clare other than they were efficient in the second. Like I think they scored one eleven in the first, one eleven in the second. Yeah. They weren't amazing. No, they just did the job. They got the job done. They did. They, they got the job done. And, yeah. that, and that was it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they're amazing either. But it can be like those games where when the opposition brings nothing to the game, which Waterford, yeah. it can actually be quite hard to to even go above and beyond. Like they, they, they never they never looked in trouble once that sending off happened. They just kind of controlled the game and it just kept the scoreboard ticking over. And they got the goal or two as well when they needed that. So, um, yeah, look, very disappointing that, you know... Okay, so the Munster Championship now is still very exciting, even though Waterford have kind of shot themselves in the foot. They're not in the reckoning. But what we have this weekend, and maybe let's touch on that now, is we have the two games on on Sunday. Two o'clock, Cork and Clare. Four o'clock, Tip and Limerick. And if Cork were to beat Clare and and Tip were to beat Limerick, Limerick are out of the, the Championship. Championship. So... That is an amazing um, permutation for the weekend. Now, I think, let's, if we touch on Cork and Clare, in Ennis, I think it's going to be a very, very challenging game for Cork. You know, Clare definitely have their backs up after the Limerick win, the Waterford win. They've got that goalkeeper position kind of sorted who gifted the five goals in, in, in that first game to tip. So, Sean, I don't know what you're thinking going into that game. Obviously, I don't think you'll be feeling negative about it but in terms of you know Cork needing to kind of get a win as well you see this is the game where they're going to get the win because otherwise the last game is going to be is against Limerick you know this is the one they probably need to get the two points it has yeah it has to be the one where they get the win I mean look you can't you can't be expecting to go and play a Limerick 
and trying to get a result out of that given in, Limerick. In, in Limerick in Limerick, in Limerick. And, it's, and it's basically a sellout there's only terrace tickets left it, yeah. yeah and given our like our track record with Limerick in the last couple of years isn't great either but yeah um it's such a tight game to call and as you said I thought as well that you know Clare didn't look great and there's you know there was a big come down from the Limerick game and I, I would have preferred to cut Clare last week than this week because you know they've gotten a week to get going again Cork could probably you know they have the injuries I think Robbie O'Flynn is a massive loss like he's, he's, gone, he's yeah, running he's ability huge. yeah he's gone for six weeks like they've got Luke Mead in wing forward I'm not sure about that Seamus Harnady on John Conlon as was. You know, that's Dunham a good who's matchup. back as well, which is a big plus. Yeah, big Sean O'Donnell's back in, which is a big plus, yeah. Um, Niall O'Leary followed Tony Kelly the last time, that last game last year, which was a cracker as well. Mm. Um, Conor Lehane and Conor Cahillan in the corner. So, interesting what they're going to do there. I think they're going to probably leave Pat Horgan in, in his own and in, in the inside there. Uh, but you've got, you've got a serious talent on the bench, though. You've got Cadigan, Kingston, you've got Shane Barrett on the, on the bench. Um, Jeremy Ulrich has to come on as well so yeah I, I don't I very I find it very hard to call it um, either way I, I, I honestly believe I don't know this is probably sitting on the fence but I, I reckon it will be we'll, we'll get another draw this week okay which was so clear Shani because I think a draw will nearly not cork out of it yeah realistically if they don't win the last game yeah 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 I, I think it's going to be a draw I, I don't know like player haven't won in Ennis this year. So they lost the Tipperary already. Every, and most teams have won away from home as well. Yeah, so that's true. You know, the balance of winning at home isn't great for everybody at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very hard to see them winning in in Ennis, but I think we might get a draw. Like we've, yeah, I think we might get a draw. That's the way I think it's going to go. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a real high scoring game. Um, like, I think we're going to see one of these like last no. year's game, yeah. like where it was end to end, three twenty five yeah. to four twenty, or one of these kind of like just home dinger games. The weather is going to is, is giving a go for the weekend. The sunny Sunday. Is McInerney out as well? Don't know yet. He, he went off as a precaution. Yeah, there's no, there's no word. He was immense. No, yeah, he's brilliant no, to watch in the flesh. But he was man marking Austin Gleeson, and he, he took Austin out of it. Like, yeah, who, who tried? But he's he's back to his 2013 form. Yeah. I, I think I think they are building nicely, lads. They're they've got six quality forwards. They've got a, a really good dynamic in midfield where they've got the hard working. What's his name? Not Golden. Um, the big tall out with the black helmet. Namely, Six Mile Bridge, I can't remember, with Ryan Taylor, who's kind of like the pocket rocket. So they've got a really nice balance there. Malone, with, Kyle Malone. Kyle Malone, that's it, Sean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With Dermot Ryan, Conlon, and back in early, they've a really good half back then. But I still think John Conlon can be got at lads. He hasn't got yeah, the pace, I, he has I, the hurling. Yeah, I think, I think Harnley will get yeah. change Con- off him. Connor Cleary is one of the most horrible fullbacks in the business. Pulling, dragging, exactly what you want your fullback to be. The two cornerbacks probably haven't got a, much of a testing yet and the one test that they did have was with Jake Morrison. They kind of failed that miserably. So there is a bit of a question mark on Ryan Taylor and Adam Hogan. They're both young and but they've Paul Flanagan to come in there. But then they've got off the bench like seeing Aaron Shanahan coming on the last mm. two days. He's made such an impact. Yeah. They've they've a couple of other lads like Ryan Mouncey, they've me, Shane Meehan who's lightning fast. So they do have a solid 20. I think Cork have a solid... 18 to 19 to maybe 20 as well. Um, 
I think Cork think, and Clare kind of suit each other the way they play, you know, and, and even the size as well, you know, the physicality is very, very similar. Yeah, I think I think Clare have the better team on paper. I think Clare have home advantage, but I think Clare have a brutal record against Cork and Championship in general. And for all those reasons, I'm going to go for a slight tip of the hat to Clare. Just, I just based on players and it's based on being an Ennis. Yeah, I know. I never tip Cork, Sean. So yeah. <laughs> no, but you were saying they have a poor record against Clare. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, they haven't graded this, but I give it a tip of the hat to Clare. I just think, I just think there's something different about Clare this year. I hope. Yeah, they, no, I no, hope no, they start to bring the consistency. You're right. No, no, I yeah. think, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I go uh, back to tipping Cork last week, like tipping Cork two weeks ago. How Cork stayed in the game is probably testament to maybe a new mentality to have, but they were by far why, the second best team for the whole game. That's why I think we'll get a result this weekend. I think because of that, I think that like if you look at that game upon 50 minutes, like my tear my hair out against like against Tip, I said we're throwing this away. This is gone. This is gone. And next thing to turn around, I was it was just you know Tim O'Mahony made a massive contribution when he came off the bench. Um, yeah. Sorry. We're losing shine there. You okay, Shani? Sorry there. I was just and. Um, I think just yeah, it's the, 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 there seems to be just a different attitude change. There seems to be a, a different psyche there, with uh, under Pat Ryan, and I, I just I just feel they will get a result this weekend. Yeah, I I think Clare are going to win, and again, it's I think Cork are actually going all right. I think just the Ennis factor is going to be absolutely wedged, um, mm. and I think you know after beating Limerick, after beating Waterford, Clare kind of have their tails up. Um, now Cork are, are I don't think by any means are, are going are going badly. They bet the best Waterford well. We know how bad Waterford are now. They got the draw pulled out of hat against Tip, which I think was a huge boost for them psychologically, which they'll definitely carry into it. Um, the fact that they kind of not, they, you need to win all these games basically, but you know, they really have to get a result, as you said, Shawnee. Um, and because I want to just take the permutations there. If Cork were to get the draw. What does that mean then for them? So they'd have four points. They'd have to beat Limerick. Still, they still have to beat Limerick. Assuming Limerick beat Tip, which I think we'll all go for, and assuming Tipperary beat Waterford, which I think will probably be a foregone conclusion. If it's a draw, Cork will end up on four points. Clare will end up on five points. And Limerick will end up, Tip will end up on five points. And Limerick will end up on six points. Okay. So it'll be a Limerick. Well, Cork are ahead of Tip at the moment on... No, no, but it's be point because it'll be short of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's it, it's actually it's not fully knockout for Clare, even though if they lose, they probably will get knocked out. Actually, do you know what, lads? The loser of this team is out. The loser of this game is out, and Cork have to win it. A draw will be good enough for Clare on the basis of all probability with the results in the other games, assuming Cork won't beat Limerick and Tip won't mm. beat Limerick. Well, I'm, I'm going to go for Clare win. Um, but I think it's going to be close. I don't think by any means it's going to be a cakewalk. I think it's going to be close. But I think Clare have enough to get over the line against Cork. Um, which then sets up Tip and Limerick quickly on not quickly on it, but I actually fancy Tip in this one. I just I feel if you look at that league semi final, um Tip brought so much to that game for I think fifty minutes I'll say, right? And then the Limerick gears clicked in and they just yeah. moved up the gears and rolled over the top of tip. I think Limerick, given... I don't think Limerick are spent for not saying that at all, but I think they have to go to the well here again now, Limerick, right? This is kind of a... This could be a knockout game for them. 
as this goes on, they've lost to Clare. That kind of has taken the shine off them a bit. You know, they're they're there to be got at now, which is good for everyone involved, being a, a non-Limerick person. And Tipperary in Turles, I think, feel like they, they owe the people of Tipperary something after last year. I know it's a very kind of hearts and minds thing rather than a, a tactical thing, but how badly they you know they performed last year as, as a group and as a whole. And what Cal has kind of brought to them, and especially on their goal-scoring ability, take Sean Finn out of that full back line as well. I think there's goals for tip, this Tipperary team on Sunday, and I fancy them to get goals, and I think that is going to be the difference in this match on Sunday. I think Limerick, while still offer huge threats, you know, there was those rumours around Road Hegarty during the week, I'm sure you heard him giggles as well, there was rumours swirling that he was gone, which obviously... Starting wing, starting wing forward on Sunday. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that there's these, there's no matter what he's not go, he's a guy that isn't going well. He well go out and score one five on Sunday. Don't get me wrong, but there is there is a few things not going for them that were going for them before L- loss of injury, loss of form to a couple of players. So they really have to circle their wagons and come out with their best performance of the year to get over the Tipperary team on Sunday. And I actually don't, I think they're going to come up You're short. Going for tip. I'm going, going for, for tip. tip. Yeah, I'm going for tip. I I would love I would love it if or it's a pity that the that the Tip Limerick game isn't done first because you can imagine if Tip won, you can imagine Pat Ryan and Brian Lowe and level a quick old chat with each other, right? Leave us <laughs> win there, lads. Limerick are gone. We don't have to worry about anything, but it's the other way around, so it's not going to happen. Um, I've seen the two teams there. Jason Ford is a savage loss for Tipperary. Free-taking consistency, like a road economist three freeze when he come on. Who's going to take the freeze for tip? That's a question mark hanging over them. Bonner Maher's back in for tip uh, as a kind of a, a in, in place of Jason Ford. So they've moved the team around. They've got Alan Connolly in a wing back. Whereas if you look at the Limerick team, they've just they've gone for a show of strength. Mike Casey's directly in for Finn. So the full back line is Mike Casey. Dan Morrissey and Barry Nash and I actually genuinely lean think don't I don't think Tip will score a goal at the weekend. Dino. I don't think they'll score a goal. But they have Jake Morris who's come on leaps and bounds but still very light in his feet in the full forward line. Um and you know I can't even remember the other two lads they have in the full forward end, which kind of shows maybe that their impetus has gone a little bit in that. Whether it's Sean Ryan from Temple Area, I'm not sure. I don't think they'll score. I think Limerick have got three weeks off since they lost the game by a point in a classic with Clare who proved last year that they're as good as Limerick because they drew with them three times. And I think people could be reading a lot too much into the demise of Limerick. And I think we might, that might come back to haunt Tip this weekend, who luckily for them have Waterford in the last game, to be honest. So there isn't going to be either that sense of do or die with Tip, if you think about it. They're pretty much saying their heads were qualified, lads. We just have to go down and beat Davy Fitz below and we're, we're done. That'll be no problem. Limerick, on the other hand, are thinking... We are knocked out. They've just been beaten. So they've got the kick in the hole. They've all the rumours swirling about Hegarty and, and whatnot. He's starting now. Carl O'Neill, who I thought isn't isn't up to starting on that Limerick team. He'd be starting on any other team in the country, but he's, he's not as good as what's in the Limerick. So Kylie went with him. He's not the fastest. He's a good worker. He doesn't have the vision that Hegarty and, and Keane Lynch has. We've seen that when he's going for his own score a couple of times where there was goals on. Gillan's going to be hungry. Flanagan's going to be hungry. Peter Casey's due a big game. I can see Liam Cahill's uh, misery continuing with Limerick teams this weekend and Tip losing by, I would say, seven plus oh. at the weekend. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. No, I, I, I'm I, a bit in between there because I think, Liam, you're, you're right. That like that kick and Tip in the Write that down. Write that down. Liam's right. Seven plus. Huh? Just write that down. I think Liam is right. Seven. 
<laughs> no, no, I, I, no, I, I agree. I was when I was weighing this up, I agreed your assessment about the league because that's what that's what I was looking back on as well as the way they brought it to Limerick in the league. You know, it was probably for forty five, maybe fifty minutes, and then they kind of got blown away in the end. I think they've, you know, they've probably they've obviously gone back, you know, to championship, the championship training and getting ready for that again because they know they're going to be meeting Limerick down the line again. Um, but then you know, I see what Limerick have put out the team they put out and also the fact that they had that massive game with Clare still only lost by a point you know and didn't play very well as well you know as good as that Limerick team can be and maybe they weren't left so you can argue that too but at the same time like they, as they've had three weeks off or two weeks off you know yeah, before true. this three weeks off this, for this game like you know they'll you know they'll be in with Canark they'll be in a, working on themselves again working on you know what they need to work on. That's a massive break to get ready for this tip game, like and and a big big flourish towards the end of the season or the end of the Munster Championship. I think it's going to be a lot tighter than seven points. I think it's going to be still close, but I think I just can't see Limerick losing. And another point as well is that I just think that tip that tip uh, backline were looked very laboured in the last fifteen minutes of that game against Cork. They were torn apart when people, when you know, guys ran to them. But you're like, if you Galan, either case, as you said, needs a big game. Like the the move into those two two lads alone, I just think they'll tear tear um tip sure. apart. Giggs, will you give but me? But I a, I, a I still think I'll give it two or three points though. Two or three points. Giggs, will you give me odds so on and tip not to score a goal. No, but I'll go fifty fifty with you on the game if you want. No, you, but you said you can't see him scoring a goal. Surely you give me something if you can't see him scoring a goal. Liam, I'm not a fool. Any man can, <laughs> can, can miss a breaking ball and a goal can go in the first minute. No, but I, I, do, double, I, I do. I just double or quits on your bet. Double or quits on your <laughs> bet. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Um, no, I, I really do. That's see... money as well spent now, gigas, is it? Oh, he's yeah, paying yeah, for this weekend yeah. up to Belfast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do see Tip getting goals here. And look, Jake Morris, Mark Yo. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you're saying they're light. And they are lighting their feet, but I think they actually are going to get in around them. And I think we're going to see a goal, it's a couple of goals for tip. I think that'll be the deciding factor, but looking forward to it. So that's two o'clock, four o'clock Sunday. Shawnee, you'll, show, you'll stay up for Cork and, and Clare, because that's at 11 o'clock yeah. Australian time. And then you will, won't be able to go to bed. Yeah. Will you, <laughs> will, you, will, you will you stay up, though, and go, do you want to watch the no. first half of Tip Limerick and next minute Dennis Train? No, because I'd be caught. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. No. Yeah. No, I'll stay up for the Cork, Cork Clare game, and, and that'll be it. Yeah, okay. Well, look, look, looking forward to those two on Sunday. Um, we might... Dublin Kilkenny, Liam? Yeah, we'll we keep, we keep rolling through. Uh, yeah, Dublin Kilkenny on Saturday evening in Nolan Park. Um, like Dublin, obviously, a massive win against against Wexford, which I think is kind of... Wexford kind of nearly in a similar spot to, to Waterford, I would say, in terms of their kind of demise and malaise. Um, yeah. And it's probably given... Malaise Dub- is a good word. Yeah, yeah, you can use that one, Giggles, if you want. Um, but it's a much needed boost for Dublin. I think they were looking like they were kind of going down a similar route. So it was, we always kind of felt it was the Dublin Wexford or Giggles. You were kind of tipped Antrim actually to come strong, which hasn't really um, hasn't hasn't materialized. Hasn't no, really materialized. Near the village. So I think the yeah the Dublin Wexford component that that's the, they're kind of fighting off for for the third spot. And but then it kind of does make Saturday night interesting. Now Kenny's record against Dublin, especially in Ola Park, is very very strong. Um, it's kind of hard to look past a Kilkenny win. Having said that, the Kilkenny team that's named out is, has improved a little bit, I think, as well. If Paddy Deegan has come back in, he, he's been missing for a number of weeks. I think he's a huge boost for them. 
But yeah. you know, Kilkenny played Antrim last you know, just over a week ago, two weeks. You can't really take anything from that game. Antrim brought nothing to it whatsoever, offered nothing. Kilkenny drew with Galway in a game which was kind of an, a weird game when kind of a bit of shadow boxing going on, even though some people thought it was a very good game. I do think Kilkenny will will get through this game and will win, but I don't think it's going to be a, a cakewalk for them. I think I think Dublin will bring something to this game, having failed miserably last year against Kilkenny and after recently beating Wexford, I think they'll offer something, especially in the first 50, 60 minutes. Yeah, I think I think do, do, like Dublin will want to get like Michael Dunne, who is obviously a fantastic manager, and he has a great reputation from the Galway players he managed to the Clarem Bridge players that he managed that we know, um, and he's he's quite ruthless by the looks of it as well. Like he he, he cleared house with Dublin, albeit nobody knows whether they were retirements or whether Michael Dunne who was saying I want a clean slate to work with here. They've beaten right. They they will want to like. There's no point in Dublin saying we're happy with third now. We'll play the winners of the Joe McDonough inside in the prelim. We'll get to a quarter final and go. They'll want to get to a Leinster final and they'll probably see the best avenue in that in beating Kilkenny this weekend if they can have a go at them. I don't think they have the players, but their forward line probably isn't as meek as we might have thought it was. Like they've got Keen Bowl and Danny Sutcliffe, who are, they've got good experience, strength, ball, ball willing ability in the air. They've got Keno Sullivan inside. They've got uh, Constantine inside as well. They've got Donald Burkdane, who's one of the best free takers in Mossack. So they've got five quality forwards who can score there. And obviously your man from Kilmacud is injured for the weekend. So I don't know who's going to come in for him. Their back line is quite small. Like I, I would see, like say, Adrian Mullen and TJ and Mossy Keown bullying the shit out of the, the Dublin back line, which wouldn't have always been the way. The Dublin backs nearly would have been their toughest players before, but they're young and they're slight. So I think they will absolutely come with massive gusto into Nolan Park. But I think Kilkenny, like I think Kilkenny and Galway are primed to have a run at the All-Ireland here. Just kind of skate through Leinster, unscathed, not expend too much energy and then have two to three games to go and challenge for an All-Ireland when you have the likes of Limerick, Tip and Clare maybe or Cork who are battered after four or five tough games. I think Kilkenny are... are, are, are Tipping along nicely, probably more, probably nicer than Galway are, and they're probably yeah, I, still number two or number. Two. If themselves and clear, I would have very close behind Limerick as the key two challengers. Don't know about yeah, you, I think they're, uh, I think they're still number two, um, and that's even, even like going off last year, they're number two, and still this year, like nobody really has rattled them too much. Um, but they're not. They're, 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 they're not number two in the bookies, though, which is interesting. You know, I they're not. Mind no, 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 like, no. But it, it, not, let's yeah. say don't mind it. But I think for yourselves, you see, I, yeah, I'll have a look at it now. But it's just interesting that they're not. They're not rated everywhere. They're, I think they are coming under the radar a bit. And I think if if Glimmerick happened to be knocked out, which you know we will we'll know on Sunday evening. Yeah. Then I think it's wide open. It's wide open for everyone. But like but, you know, I really do. You know, I, as Giggle said as well. Like you know, they've. They've, you know, a pretty, I wouldn't say it's bruise-free hurling in Leinster, like, but, you know, they yes. have a, an, enough of games there, you know, not to trouble them, you know, too much. I think... Can they're fourth favourites. Fourth favourites. With... Behind Galway and Clare, I presume, is it? Oh, get, Galway and get, Tip. Get money on them now. Galway and get Tip. money on them now. Can they're um, seven to one? Are they? Yeah, sure, they'll, lo- they'll love that. Can Jeez. you love that, sure. I could double up um, a bit from last year on that one. Jesus. <laughs> but I, I, I can only see Kilkenny, you know, a seven or eight point victory on, on Sunday. I don't think it's in Nolan Park. 
Dublin coming up there. I mean, no, nah, I think it's seven or eight point win. Lads. I don't, I don't yeah. see Dublin troubling them too much here. Yeah. All Michael Kenny and Leinster lads. I, I'm, I'm, you're kind of starting to see it emerge now. They will be in the Leinster final, and that will be their first big yeah. game against each other. Yeah. And both teams can build from there to go and attack whatever comes out of Monster. Yeah. It's 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 interesting because there's only what eight or ten, eight or nine weeks left to the All Ireland final. And already yeah. you have kind of like you've no injuries coming out of the kick anything. Billy Drennan, obviously, but he's been playing he's probably back. way too much he's, Ireland. He's back now. He's back. He's tagged for the weekend. Are we in the AWS box for the final, lads? The AWS box, oh, we better be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have any seats there. Uh, we, we, I just put in my request for a ticket there for uh, the final. Oh, for us. Oh, did you? I'm back that yeah. weekend. Yeah. I'm back that weekend. I'm back in, in Ireland for the All Ireland weekend, obviously, for the World Games, which myself and Giggles will venture up to Derry for. Um, to, to we'll do a live pod up there, Shani. That's how committed we are to the we'll cause. To. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I brought the I brought the headphones home back a couple oh, of times no. already. We've never done it. Well, there was two different <laughs> illnesses and different things. Well, it was it was your fault last time, Shani. You fell asleep on my couch because you were hungover, if you remember correctly. That's true. Fair enough. That's yeah, Shani. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Had a burger and fell asleep. Welcome home, Shani. Yeah, thanks for calling, Shani. Great to see you. Um, I had a rough one. Rough all day. Yeah. I played a match that morning too. That's true. That's hung that's over. Yeah. <laughs> but look, great weekend of hurling. Looking forward to Saturday night GA go, Sunday RTE. We won't get into the whole GA GA go debate here. It's been done done to death over the last couple of weeks on, on Liveline and Joe Duffy and and the rest. Um but And it's the league semi finals here in Melbourne this weekend. So Gary Onich and Fane and Shamrocks and um Amol Tones. Oh, fantastic. Did you tap the groove? Did you tap the table, Johnny? No, Shamrock's top the table. They had a ferocious scoring record. Um, we are the two second, Bennett's yeah. causing Rick out there? Or, or what's yeah, the, the two Bennett's are racking up serious scores. I think they scored seven They scored seven goals last weekend. Shamrock's did. So they're the team to beat out here at the moment. They've also got your man Rob Lennon uh, in full back. Oh, so from Kilkenny. Star studded team. Yeah. 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 Star studded team. All right, well, best, we'll look see. At, best look at that, Shani. We look forward to touching base next week. And obviously then we, we'll be back on air next week, pending on Shani's um, diary, if he can make time for us with his, <laughs> with his busy schedule. And we will do the final, obviously, episode before, of, the, of the round robin. Um, and then we're into the into the the knockout stuff as we get as we get through into the the preliminary quarterfinals and Munster and Leicester finals. So looking forward to, to covering those as well. So um, I will... Missing Saturday night in Nolan Park. I'm up to Christendom with, with, with Giggles up in Belfast. So uh, we'll be tuning in to the Monster double header up in, up in the Falls Road. So looking forward to that. See you, lads. Good luck.